to the Rising Phoenix podcast with your hosts, Lauren and Sam. We're all about vulnerability, connection, and authenticity. Join us on a journey on calling out the BS and getting into real talk. everybody and welcome to another episode. So Sam and I had a week break um, last week so we just needed to work on our mental health a little bit. Now this yeah this COVID thing it's getting worse. We weren't going to talk about it but I think it's really important that we do. Um, So this week we're going to talk about how to cope with change because we're all going through a change regardless of what it is. And we want to talk about how we're dealing with it, how, you know, how you could possibly be dealing with it and basically just kind of chatting about, you know, the the process of change and how it's at the moment it's linked to a type of grief. So Sam, how has your week been in isolation? Um, So for for me, uh, this past week has been better than the last few. Um, a lot of that has to do with um, uh, realizing or coming to the point of acceptance. And I won't lie, I still have moments, but I think um, for the most part, it's been actually quite positive because I thought I started off the week thinking there's not much else I can do. This is it. Um, it's all around me now because what Australia is currently struggling with is the fact that we have these new laws in place and these laws are to help flatten the curve obviously and yeah and make sure that we don't end up like europe and new york or or america um we don't want to get to that point so we're Mm. doing what we can now to contain it now the thing I'm struggling with obviously what I've struggled with the last few weeks is I've gone through the stages of grief. I didn't know this. Um, I reached out to someone to get some help. So I reached out to a counselor and we had a good chat and she said, um, what you're dealing with is, um, and a lot of people are dealing with a loss of their old, old life. Yeah. And 100%. when she mentioned that to me, I was like, Oh Yeah. And then I thought about the stages of grief, which we'll get into, but I I realized that I'd gone through all of those stages. um, And then I got to a point where I was like, okay, I have to accept this um, for what it is at the moment. And I guess do what I can really to, to cope. So yeah, I mean, this week's been the best week I've had, but I won't say it's been easy. So yeah. How about you? Um, this week has been stressful for me. Um, it's been hard to be cooped up a lot. I mean, I'm not the type of person who is like a social butterfly like you, but, um, when I am struggling for whatever reason, I do like to go out and just kind of be in the world. So I've been struggling to... Um, to like to to you know because I can't I'm allowed to go out really right so I'm I'm struggling to find that balance I guess in yeah you know I I live with my mum so I'm always in one bedroom so it's for me it's hard to define you know when I get out of bed in the morning I do you know some meditation and yoga and then I go two steps and I'm at my desk and then I'm at work for the day and then oh, I'm yeah. done and then I you know and then all I do is close one laptop and open up a different computer and then I'm studying for the afternoon you yeah. know so I don't actually leave my my room um you know and before I used to have at least two to three hours a day where I'm on the train or you know I'm doing something yeah. that's you know outside so mm-hmm. it's been stressful to adapt to that so yeah. I've been in like full isolation now for I think like 23 or four days. So it's been a long time for me. Yeah, that I've, only, think... I've only left the house twice. That's wow. once to get food, once to get medication. So I actually, yeah, I've been proper full ISO. So I'm yeah. like, I am struggling. I get like, I'm getting like frustrated a lot easier with little things mm. now. 
cabin um, fever, as they call it. It is, yeah, it is. 100% it's yeah. like cabin fever, you know. And yeah. you were talking about, like, the grieving process, and it's true. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I've lost a part of my identity because a lot of me was getting up every morning at the same time, going on a train going to you know the city and doing all that kind of stuff getting coffee from my regular place and I can't do that anymore so I feel like I've lost a part of myself and I'm sure I'm trying to understand how to feel that and how to yeah you know replace that really you know Yeah. yeah I think there's also the other thing where I feel like a lot of the laws around Australia are very inconsistent and yeah lack clarity like there's there for a lot of people and I think a lot of people who are still in denial um Mm. are struggling more than others because you can read it for what it is or you can read it and ask but can I do this or can I Mm. do that yeah the way I've seen it is I haven't had an issue supporting my local cafe because I am allowed to get food so I don't think there's an issue with doing that because as long as the cafes are still legally allowed to be open I, I don't see it being an issue until until yeah. the Prime Minister announces we can't and they're all shutting down. So I think that I'm not trying not to hold myself back because I'm, I'm worried because at the end of the day I could go out to Coles and get my groceries because I, I mean struggling, to, I don't think they're even delivering, I don't know what's going on there, but I just think it's easier to go there, quickly get what you need and run out and take all precautions, yeah. wear a face mask if you need to. Um, but yeah, it's been hard for a lot of people with these laws in place where people are like, but how come in Queensland you can have a visitor, but you can't in New South Wales and Victoria. And I think that's because we have higher cases here. And, um, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. New South Wales has like more than what 2,500 cases or something. It might, it might be even more now. It's, so it's crazy here. It yeah. is crazy. And I think, I think every single state is different. Like, with um, I only found out this morning with WA. If you're you're not allowed to leave, really, and if you go, if you're caught by the cops driving around, yeah. and you don't have a purpose for driving, you can be fined up to fifty thousand dollars. It's crazy though. 50. I get that the the reason behind the driving thing. I think because a lot of people say. I'm in my car. Who am I affecting? I think yeah. someone said it could be a matter of. Um, if God forbid you end up in a car accident, it's just wasting like their re- the resources. As in, like you're gonna have to. Yeah. It's like people are dealing with COVID at the moment, and the cases here are you know they're they're rising. But I don't. I think we're not too bad at the moment. I don't know how. I actually haven't checked this. The I'm happy to check the statistics. Sta- uh, the stat. But we're getting. It's it's they're saying it's under control. So I'm just going off what I'm hearing, right? Yeah. Um, I've tried to avoid the media for a while because it's just it does my head in because you hear one yeah, thing hard. and then you hear another thing and then they're saying, oh, we could go back to normal as soon as next week. Like how? Mm. Who comes up with this rubbish? Yeah. Like it's bullshit, right? And that's when bullshit. people are getting confused because we're holding on to this hope where oh, if I can go back to my normal life, I'm gonna feel okay and. The thing with people and humans, we thrive on that routine. We need structure to feel normal and we've lost that. And that's part of obviously the grieving process where you go through like, so the stages of grief is like with the denial, the anger, the depression, um, they're the first few things. And I went through all of that. And a lot of people are still in the denial stage because they don't want to believe that they're they're thinking their rights, their rights to freedom have been taken away from them. So that's you know what it also is though. I've yeah. I've I see the people that react that way, um, and the people who are so absolutely upset by everything and yeah. you know, um and you're saying like, you know, the whole denial thing. I think it's a fear based. It's coming it from fear. It's so like it's yeah. the oh my god, my life has changed. Oh my god, the uncertainty. Oh my god, what the hell is the fucking law? Like all those things come from a place of fear. So that's how they act on it. And they yeah. put that out into the world and to other people, yeah. which then makes other people fearful. You that's, know, I've seen true. it all, all on social media. Like seriously, yeah. almost daily I, I see people distressing. Seen, yeah. Yeah, like I've seen a lot of comments as well. Like I've just been following just to sort of see where people are at and um, and then people like mentioning things about, you know, or asking questions like, can I do this? 
Can mm. I do that? Can I go see my grandchildren? It's my granddaughter's birthday. I want to drop off a present and then go. And I, I understand that because that's hard, you know. Oh, because yeah. It's, it's Absolutely. heartbreaking. It's family, it, yeah. Yeah, it's heartbreaking to not be able to see your family. And obviously for me, like, I don't live with family. I'm We're all in separate homes. And that's made me think, like, oh, my gosh, like, I want to be with my family more than anything right now. So – this is changing. Yeah, I'm opposite. <laughs> yeah, so you're the opposite. And see, yeah. you always want what you don't have. But, you know, yeah, you, absolutely. You, we just it, – it's hard on both sides, isn't it? Because you can either have this you, – you're in solitude, you're completely lonely. Mm. Like I'm single, for example. I do have roommates, but um, I don't have a partner that I can – I don't know. Like I, I can have there for like comfort reasons, you know, and yeah. for me, I need that. And um, I don't have that and it's lonely and I feel lonelier than ever. So I yeah. feel less connected. And I think you mentioned that you feel more connected. Yeah. That's well, it. I was actually going to ask you if you did feel more or less connected and yeah. I do feel more connected. And the reason I'm saying this is because technology is wonderful and I'm able, I'm fortunate enough to work from home. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, it can get very, you know, repetitive and, you know, a little bit draining working from home. Mm-hmm. And But I'm very lucky that the company I work with, um, uh, we're basically always prepared for this because this is basically how we run day to day anyway. So yeah. I connect with everybody I need to connect to daily. I see people's faces every single day. You know, I um, have Zoom meetings with my, I call them meetings, but Zoom calls with my friends. And, mm. you know, I'm always seeing people now more so than I actually was beforehand. So now more than ever, I feel connected to you know, people because mm. I have that time to go, okay, well, I'm working and then I'm studying, but then I actually have like half hour free here. How about I just make like a FaceTime call to somebody so I can feel yeah. that kind of, you know, energy being face to face. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So, I get in, so in, so in that regards, I feel more connected. However, on a personal, like more like personal note, I feel disconnected um, because I can't go out into nature. I can't do the things that I normally would do for my mental health. Mm. So I feel disconnected in that regard. Do you know what I mean? What's stopping you from going out into nature if it's for exercise? Fear. 100% okay. it's fear. Yeah, so I, And I, I know. know that too. Yeah. And I know That's... what it is for me. So yeah. basically I I have a threshold of of, of anxiety and I know – my tipping points. So yeah. for example, every time I need to go, you know, to the the shop or whatever. So I mentioned I went like once or twice now, but when I go, I have a physical response. Uh, yeah. My body has a physical response. So I get physically nauseous thinking mm-hmm. about having to be with other people. Yeah. Right. So it's the same concept. So I went walking, I think only twice in the past two weeks with, I had to have Josh with me because I was too mm-hmm. like anxious to go alone. So we just went around our neighborhood, but there's so many people out there now because everyone's like, Oh, I've got time yeah. on my hands. I'm going to go walking. Yeah. You know, which is great. Everyone should of get course. out there. But like, yeah. you know, when you've got two people coming at you and you're walking towards them and you're like, Holy fucking shit. What yeah. do I do? Like, I'm not supposed to be near you. So you start to freak the hell out. I know. So like, I know. I st- I've been zigzagging, man. I've been crossing the road, back over. Oh, we've all, on no, the I think, like, yeah, we've all done it. We've all done it. I've, I've got the same issue. I struggle. I walk alone and I've always done that. I've always been that type of, you know me, I love yeah. my, I love my walks by the water. Yeah, you but do. Yeah. When I'm out now, everybody wants to do it. And I'm like, yeah. Hey, this is my thing. You guys yeah. can't can't be here. So I've been I've had the worst anxiety on my normal mm-hmm. walks that it for me were, were normal every week. I thought, oh well, I can still do that. And then all of a sudden, the whole of Sydney wants to be there, and it's yeah. like, oh it's my hard. gosh, like I'm scared. What if someone's like sweating and they, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, they're exactly past right. You yeah, but see, there's too much thinking. That's the problem. That's there's it. too much but, thinking in going it. for a walk when. Yeah. Your walking should be to clear those thoughts. But for yeah, me, it's right. always just like, 
where's the next person? You know, where am I going to get sick doing yeah. this? Like, it's hard to freaking paranoia. But, like, yeah. I can't help that that's how I'm feeling. So uh, for me I to control it. that, I have to stay inside. Like, it's it's funny, actually, because um, I, I wasn't going to bring it. I, d- I didn't know at what point I'd bring this up, but I was thinking about <laughs> it. Cause, so um, I, I, I was tested for COVID um, <laughs> and not for no reason. I, I actually was um, – I went to the doctor. I had, I was coughing. I had a tickle in my chest. I, I had heart. My heart was racing. Um, I didn't have a fever, so <laughs> that was anxiety. like, I was. It was anxiety, but I've been coughing a lot, and I've I've noticed when I was breathing in, I could like hear something in my chest. Like it wasn't like a normal yeah. breath, and yeah. I could hear like the rattling. And I'm like, oh my god, like it's a chest thing. It's my lungs. I don't know. What's I'm going gonna on. die. Like, you can still, still probably hear a little bit of my voice, but um, I ended up going to the doctor because I freaked the fuck out i freaked yeah. out because of everything's going on but i put it down to anxiety so i went into the doctor um i sat down so it wasn't like over the phone i wanted her to listen to my chest yeah. anyway and i'm like i think this is anxiety i just think it's anxious she was in my heart because it was like racing and a guy i've got this like weird tickle in my throat every time i breathe in i'm like i want to cough like and then it, it was weird and then um the symptoms didn't make sense to me because i didn't know what yeah. it, what it was and then she said um, I think you have a respiratory infection. I was like, oh, my God, is this, is this the start? Like, is this what happens? <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, my face was like burning up at this point. And I'm burning up not because I had a temperature because I'm freaking out. And yeah. I'm like, shit. So I put my mask on straight away like because I had my mask with me. And, um, and then she goes, look, I'm going to give you a referral. And it's all really discreet the way they do it. They give you the referral. And um, there was another patient in the waiting room. There was only one person, but she had to say, got to get this like girl referred to this clinic and blah, blah, blah. but she was saying it really quietly because I don't think she wanted to freak I think she was trying not to freak the other patient yeah. out in the room and oh, I'm yeah. thinking oh my god oh my god oh my god what's going to happen and I asked her look are they going to do is it how do they do it because I've seen on videos that you shove this swab thing up your nose and it looks bloody uncomfortable so <laughs> yeah. I'm like I don't want to go through this and then um and then she goes no no they just swab the back of your throat and I was like oh that's probably bad as well She's but whatever but yeah i anyway got there <laughs> um i went the next day i'm like panicking about it there was no one there to be honest with you i think one person in front of me it was the empty little dodgy place i don't know if it's just especially for that testing yeah. um but i had to go between one and four um i went in and then um she goes i'm just gonna get this swab and have to put it up your nose i was like oh my god this is what i've seen all over the internet videos of people getting tested and i always thought to myself that looks uncomfortable i never want to have to be in that position and look what i manifested fucking hell anyway (laughs) she shoves it up my (laughs) nose she shoves it right up and i could feel it in my eyeball and i was like oh my god it was weird i don't know it sounds weird i could feel it in my eyeball that makes no sense but my eye started that to does water. not make sense that's pretty and gross I was like, it's a weird <laughs> sensation and i never went it was actually pretty traumatizing for that half second yeah. <laughs> but it was quick it was over and done with them i was like okay cool i'm out anyway the, then i had to wait for my results i got them the next day and I was fine. So the reason I brought that up is <laughs> I was like, thank God, I'm fine. Um, I went into like get food yesterday. I went somewhere and I was getting food and then someone was like trying to run away from me. And I was like, should I just tell her I'm all good? Like I'm all clear. I don't have coronavirus. You don't have to run away from me. You know, people were like avoiding. So, yeah. but I was like, no, because I've been honestly, it's been my thing over the week. I'm, I'm all good, but you know what? You've still got to maintain your distance. You've still got to be careful. Yeah. But absolutely. at the same time, I don't want to live in fear because I have been, I've been going for walks and, doing the whole zigzag thing and being worried about people giving it to me because, you know, I might be fine now, Mm. I'll touch wood, but you just don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to risk anything. But this is what I was saying to you before as well, though. Like, you see all on social media all these things, like you saw the video of that person being tested, but you're being fed fear online. So that's why our response is immediately to go to fear, you know, like – we're always going to be surrounded by people who are more anxious than us, you know, that's exactly and right. that yeah. feeds to you, you know? So I guess it's just about being mindful about what you're looking up on social media and who you, you know, 
yeah, like who you're looking up, who you're associating with, I yeah. guess, on social media and what their content is and trying to steer away from the fear-based stuff. Everybody, most people that you're going to see, I mean, they're not everybody, but a lot of people are acting out of fear at the moment. Oh, and, yeah, of course they are. And I'm seeing a lot of people um, it, are divided, like, you know, mm. um, friends and family. And I just think to myself, this is not the time to argue. Um, this is not the time to get into topics that are just, it, it's just irrelevant at the moment. Yeah. We need to worry about each other. And when they say we're all in this together, they mean that. So why are we going yeah. against one another? Why are people, you know, yeah. divided? In, and I get everyone's going to have a difference of opinion. That's the way the yeah. world is. Always going to have a difference of opinion about something. But we just need to maybe hold back on that and yeah. deal with the problem that is happening at just the moment. Just be mindful that everybody is yeah. in the same situation. Everyone yeah. everyone is questioning everything and themselves exactly. and their surroundings, you know. And I think you just need to be protective of your own space and your own energy and how you're deflecting that on other people and yeah. really honing it in and going, how am I reacting to things and how are people perceiving that? Um, and, and what energy am I putting out into the world? And is it something that I would like to receive back? You know, yeah. so if you're not, if you're not putting out love, you're putting out fear. And do you want to receive fear back? Most likely not. No, no you exactly. Know? And I think that's the cycle that a lot of people aren't realizing they're going through because uh, people who are acting out of fear are also receiving that kind of feedback. You're right. It's yeah. like, it, it's a never ending cycle. And if you're going to keep doing mm. that, then you really just be your own worst enemy because you get nowhere with that kind of attitude. And yeah, yeah, anxiety is real. Um, mental health issues are real right now. Um, it's hard. Oh, yeah. We've both it struggled. We've, we've all, or everyone, most people are struggling. And for other people, yeah. their life hasn't really changed that much. So, you know, that's good for them. But for most yeah. of us, our day-to-day yeah, lives... Yeah, yeah, we've had it all taken away from us. Um, yes. The lives that we've built for ourselves, especially when you're a more social person as well. Like mm. for me, like going back, like I, I actually, when I've talked about this in a previous podcast, how I had no friends at one point because I came out of this toxic relationship where I was like completely alone. Um, mm. I had no friends because I couldn't. Um, I had to rebuild my life. So for the last nine years, that's what I've done. I've rebuilt this life for myself and I've been so grateful to have all these amazing friends around me and to be able to see people and go places and do things that I never used to be Mm. able to do. And then to have that taken away from me, it's like, it's almost like you've, I know it sounds weird, like building that business, like business owners are are struggling the same way. Like you've had this business that you've built for yourself. And it's all taken away from you and you're like, what do I do? Yeah. You either adapt, which you should, you have to, um, or you've well, kind yeah. of got to just, you know, shut it down. And it's, it's like good. a friendship and thing. Yeah. The, th- the thing is, I, I, I think at this point as well, you're talking about adaptability. I yeah. think, you know, this is the perfect time for when you have a moment to, how about you learn how to, you know, there's heaps of podcasts out there. There's heaps of YouTube videos or, or yeah. anything really that will teach you how to be more resilient in mm. a situation like this, you know, which yeah. will then translate into your work life, into your personal life, et cetera, you mm. know, how to be more adaptable, how to, yeah, be more resilient, how to deal with change more. And, you know, something that I've learned um, within the past year, when you're talking about the, gr- um, the grief cycle, it's similar yeah. to... Um, what I've learned which is a transition curve right Mm -hmm. so at any given point in the grief cycle you can be like in denial then you can be like at acceptance and you can go back to anger Mm. like you know I mean you can switch through so the same thing goes this yeah so the same thing applies to the transition curve right so there's uncertainty skepticism disorientation exploration and recommitment right Mm. so that's the stages that we're all going through at the moment some people are still Mm. in skepticism some people are still in uncertainty and some people are in the exploration phase. So, you know, if you learn how to build resilience to your outside world and how to deal with things like this and how to be more adaptable, 
you know, when you do go yeah. back to work or if something like this happens again, mm. you know, imagine how your response would be. You won't act yeah. out of fear immediately. You'll be like, hang on, I've prepared for this yeah. this time and your mind is in a different place you're in a different mindset right. so you can focus on it more and you can deal with something like this better yeah. right yeah. so and sam i was telling you this yesterday you know how there's a circle of influence yeah right what's in your control and what is out of your control all <laughs> yeah. that is out of your control you need to let it go once you let go of all that shit that's out of your control you'll feel so much better your mind will be clearer everything will become clearer and you'll be able mm. to deal with the shit that's happening around you be more adaptable yeah. right yeah exactly whatever's it's in true. your circle of influence whatever's in your control that's what mm. you need to work on to get through anything that's right yeah i agree and i think that's been hard for a lot of us because of course everyone it's so easy to get um sucked into all that kind of fear-based kind of thing and i mm. at the moment I want to remove myself from all of that. And the moment I, this week I started focusing on within, like Mm. everything within myself, which is what I can control at the moment. I think I started to see the world differently and that's where I was coping well. Um, And then obviously I'm still quite sensitive as well. So sometimes I can easily get triggered. Um, So things have, you know, I've had things that have upset me this week, but I've gone. I've gotten. I've gotten through them because it's so good to be self-aware during this time and to understand yourself. And this is actually a perfect opportunity because oh, yeah. I've I've spent a lot of time in solitude myself because that's just how I've coped with um, I don't know everything that I've been through. So mm. my solitude has enabled me to understand myself on a deeper level. And I think um, because I'm there, I'm. I mean, I'm not quite comfortable with it at the moment but Mm. now I'm starting to kind of understand why we're going through this because a lot of us probably need to get back in touch with ourselves and a lot of us aren't doing that so once we've gotten over that Mm. that that kind of denial phase um or the uncertainty and the skepticism um we're gonna get to a point where we're gonna go okay what can I do right now to make Mm -hmm. this situation better than what it looks like so you're in solitude or you're in isolation play it play start an instrument like try to learn how to play a new instrument Mm, come out of it gaining something rather than losing your sanity which is what i've probably gone through the last few weeks i felt like i've gotten to the point of losing my sanity but i want to gain something from this after this is done you know whether that's a new physique because you want to you can't stop <laughs> exercising or yeah. um, a new talent or you've discovered something about yourself that you didn't know you had or you start a business, whatever it is, um, make the most of it because this is the best yeah. time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you're talking about vulnerability. That's what yeah. that is, you know. So it, you are quite vulnerable because you are, like, so sensitive to things, right? So you yeah. are more receptive to, to get the the fear stuff from other people right you take that on a lot so this is a time for if people are like that to work on your vulnerability there and to learn how to have boundaries and i've had this so this conversation so many times like it's all about boundaries right what what do you want to accept in your little circle and what don't you want to accept in your circle exactly you know it's all within your control basically it's Mm -hmm. your decision to go I'm going to cut this off now and then that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, so I, I think I think in order to do things like that as well, you've got to evaluate some stuff in your life, right? So, mm-hmm. again, influence, circle of influence. Think about what's in your control, what's out of your control. Routine, at the moment, that's out the window. So maybe try and start a new routine. That's you know, right. like if you do work from home or whatever, have mm-hmm. a structure in your day and make that a make that a thing. That way you find your routine again. You know, yeah. thoughts. You, you have to control your thoughts um, yeah. because we we all know that they just come in and they cause havoc <laughs> in our brains. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just understanding them. So meditation for me helps me with my thoughts, and journaling helps me with my thoughts as well yeah. because then it's out of my freaking head. And then maintaining those connections with people that you trust and you yeah. and you 
are happy to be vulnerable with without them taking advantage of you. That's true. Yeah. You're those right. Are the things, really like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are the things that are going to keep you in control of your life yeah. while you're in ISO. That's right. Because you can't really control what's happening right now. It's It's out of our hands and – We can only control what's happening within us and how we're reacting to everything. And that's really important because, you know, you can choose to get sucked into all of that fear-based kind of chit-chat and whatever it is, um, don't don't do it. Because for your mental health, and and I've gone and I've read people's comments, I'm actually really fascinated with how I see the way people are coping and I'm trying to like – I'm over. I'm, I'm overanalyzing, but I'm analyzing everyone's comments because I'm like, I wonder why they said that. Why are they talking like that? Why are they posting conspiracy theories? Like, look, I'm I'm not one way or another at the moment. All I know is that I care about my mental health. I care about yeah. my mum. I just want my family to be okay. My friends. Um, but like I don't care about anything else at the moment. I don't want to yeah. argue with people, and I'm finding that's happening. And yeah, it's just. But not, this is what I said to you. If if a comment online is triggering somebody, yeah, you know, and that trigger is directed at you, you've got to yeah. stop and think about why is that? Why is this comment triggering you? Remember what like what I said, you know, it's their monkey, it's not your mm. monkey. You don't need to absorb whatever shit they're feeling or why they're acting that way, you mm. know, because, again, it's coming from a place of fear. So whatever yeah. they've been triggered by, you know, it's their issue. Let them hash it out, do whatever the hell they want, but don't absorb it. Mm. That's what, you know what I've done, actually? Like, I've seen people have made comments and, have made some really nasty comments about, yeah. you know, how they feel about certain people and certain things. And I find it offensive, but I don't sit there and, and I, you know, go off and, and mm. lose my shit about it because that's the type of person that I am. I I go, brush it off. That's it. It's not my problem. That's on them. That's their opinion. I don't care. Let it go. And I think yeah. that's, that's made me realise I've come to a point of emotional maturity. I don't need to let it affect me because I have bigger things to worry about right now. And all I want to do, to be honest with you, is focus on my goals and my goals don't involve um, things like that and people's opinions and people's nasty comments and fighting and everything. It's just chaotic. And honestly though, who the fuck can be bothered? And I I think any, and if someone were to be offended by what I'm saying now, honestly, that means there's something wrong. <laughs> there is a, there's something wrong with this world. There is and something I, wrong with you. No. Yeah. So yeah, I just honestly walk away. Like I just don't have time for it. I'm let me just drink my coffee and do my thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, I can't. I don't know, man. Just everyone needs to get along. <laughs> I just can't be bothered for people's fucking shit. Uh, like, seriously. I am, like, the thing is, I don't have the patience anymore for people's bullshit. That's my problem, right? Yeah, I'm just, I've got my own shit to deal with. You have your own shit to deal with. Do we really yeah. need to start arguing over you know, who gave who coronavirus or why yeah. you can or can't go see your partner. This Just, is what I'm trying to say. Me. Like, it's, it's yeah. And I think as well, like, it's not, look, I don't even know what to say to you. <laughs> Sometimes I'm speechless when it comes to this shit because it's like, yeah. It's simple, but we've chosen to complicate it because everyone's yes, freaking because out. Yeah, that's just humans, though. Sometimes things are the simplest fucking thing and we just <laughs> complicate it because for the sake of fucking complicating it. Because people are bored. I'm bored. bored. Let's let's fuck this simple shit yeah. up. That's what it like, is. Like, I, I'm open to everyone's opinion, you know, but at the moment, oh, yeah. like, if you're, you're going to be really nasty about it, um, yeah. you are not welcome in my world. Sorry. You I can don't deal with that. Bugger off. Well, that's the that's thing. Funny. Like I'm, I'm respectful of other people's opinions, other people's beliefs yeah. and everything, you know, other people's We, we have different sort of opinion. Yeah, we, we, we do. Don't always, but no, we but we don't like each hate each other for it. Like, no. you know, we respect what our you know own views are and then that's it. 
you know. We don't need I don't to. Think that, I'd like, yeah. yeah. People are dumb. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> no, they're not dumb. They're just fear. They're fearing. Fear, yeah. <laughs> Wrong choice of words. Wrong choice of words. It's okay. I see I corrected you. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, But yeah, I know what you mean. We were all just, we we're all struggling you, to some degree. Exactly. Yeah. And have you spoken to anybody that, um, like, like your friends, how are they coping with mm. ISO? Like, are they doing anything differently? Mm. Are they doing things the yeah. same? Have you I spoken think, to anybody um, about it? A, a lot of my friends are, we're all feeling the same way. Um, a lot of us, a lot of them are still in denial um, about it. And it's, it's a struggle because it's like, you've got the rule where they've got, again, it comes down to the clarity with the laws and people trying to find loopholes in it all um, in order to mm. still see their, their families. So they want to see their parents, for example, when they don't live at home anymore. So <laughs> they're like, why can someone see their romantic partner? But you mentioned it falls under care, which I I think people are just saying, oh, well, I need comfort right now because I'm, yeah. I don't know, emotional. I, I need care from yeah. my partner. So, so I think that's, yeah, that, that's which, why which it's categorized. Yeah, I think the problem is that it's so vague and so broad that people yeah. are, it's all, it's people just keeping it as to their perspective. So they're like, oh, well, yes. this f- falls under the care category when realistically yeah. care category means are they struggling with something? Do you need to provide them medicine or food? If the answer is yes, yeah. then you're able to see them. If the answer is no, then you might want to stay inside. That's just, yeah. that's just the way it it's, is. It's, it's a funny one. It. It's it's a funny one because it's like imagine you just got into a relationship maybe three months in and then yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't see my partner. And you're like, this will fast track you guys moving in together. So that could work in your favor. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. See? See how I think? Where oh the no, distance makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> yeah, but, like, imagine. Like, I reckon at some point it would drive people insane. I, like I Bro, think it's the opposite right. way to trust me yeah if you have people that you know you yeah. can be with 24 7 i can imagine that would be yeah. difficult as well i i don't know how i'd cope living alone um at yeah. the moment like yeah. you know being single is hard enough um sorry yeah. don't pity me or anything it's not i'm not here for a pity party but it's like, just thought <laughs> i mentioned a lot of single people are struggling and there are people who are newly single going through the grief and then they've got yeah kind of that yeah they they want that human interaction and that connection because that helps you get through so yeah mentally um a lot of people i'm i'm seeing are very um they're, they're struggling and the anxiety is real a lot of my friends have suffered with anxiety um we've all been going through it and yeah it's something that everyone pretty much the whole world is going through yeah um, that's the thing yeah. we're all we're literally all in this together yeah. it's not just like a an australia okay. thing like this is a global thing like we are all <laughs> suffering together you know why make it harder for everybody else exactly exactly i i agree with you and i i think that if we can start to see it like that and see it for what it is um yeah. we'll, we'll accept it we'll cope with it well um mm. i mean i'm starting to like you know maybe talk more online and connect with people and i think it's a good opportunity as if you are single to get um into the dating kind of app thing they're saying not to meet up with anyone i probably would advise against it to be honest with you but it gives you the opportunity to develop a connection with someone yeah. rather than just it's not just a physical thing and i think that means you're gonna it's gonna lead to a more deeper meaningful connection because you're gonna see who's there just yeah. for a hookup and who really wants to chat and connect because yeah absolutely that's how people truly connect on a deep mm-hmm. level so i yeah. think it's a it's a good thing so i'm seeing the positive in a lot of these things that yeah. are happening right now and um as hard as it is for a lot of people i, I guess um, yeah, I think, we have um, to at some point yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. It is hard, but I mean, like yeah. my 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 friends, I've been like asking them, and you know, one girl was like, "Oh, you know, I've started sewing again, and I've you mm-hmm. know ordered some really cool board games for her and her husband and her kids to play." And then yeah. the other friends like, "I've been gardening and I've you know redone all my stuff, you know, like so it's it's great. Like people are actually doing 
stuff, right? So mm-hmm. learning how to sew or, you know, learning how to how to garden or tending to the garden that you haven't for months or mm. you know, take up a take up a hobby, like you were saying, learn a learn an instrument, learn to paint, you know, yeah. read or read more of your books on your bookshelf. Don't just let yeah. them sit there for aesthetic reasons only, you know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Do something. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. And I'm I'm really like keen to just start doing things that I've kind of put aside Hmm. while I was living my busy, busy life (laughs) and Mm -hmm. um, get stuck into those. So, yeah, I know I think a lot of people have redecorated their rooms. I mean, I have, (laughs) as you know. Um, So it's become my haven now and I love being in here and I'm glad that I did it while I could. Marie Kondo your life. Yeah, Marie Kondo your life. I think I still have to get... Yeah, I've I've still got to get a bit more Marie Kondo because um, I just <laughs> – I've still got things. That I, I donated a lot of clothing and then um, – Same, yeah. Yeah, I was saying I looked into my wardrobe today and I was like, I have no clothing. Why did I do that? But it felt good. So I'm, I've am i purchased some new things, so hopefully I'm helping the economy <laughs> in some way. <laughs> I like how that's your excuse. I'm helping the economy, so well, online shop. <laughs> I think I have about six deliveries coming my way. So right. Christmas is coming early. <laughs> that's so funny oh my god but actually say, speaking of yeah huh? all the sales are good yeah that's true that's true that's true i was just gonna say speaking of christmas like you know this is the easter long weekend so i get yeah. that this weekend is harder for a lot of people you know isolation in general is difficult adding a holiday to that especially if you are a religious person and celebrate it um for its purpose you know it'd be hard not not to you know go to your church service or see your family or do all that kind of stuff so i get that it is quite difficult for people um this weekend um but i think you know like i said we're, we're living in an age where you can literally pick up your phone and call people Mm. instantly overseas or FaceTime or have a Zoom meeting or, you know, like, I think it's really important to remember that we're in isolation for a reason, as hard as it is and as much as it sucks, you know, just fight through that, fight through it for a little bit longer because then we can go back to being normal or, you know, a different version of normal sooner, Yeah, you know? I we get it. It's hard. To. You want to see your parents. You want to see your partner. You want to see your grandma. Whatever. But mm. just be mindful that there's a reason why we're doing this. There's a reason why the government's put in yeah. these restrictions and laws around social distancing yeah. and stuff. You know, just respect are, that, and then they yeah. can they can respect you in when they make the laws up. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And we they get stricter for a reason. Here. Yeah, we're the lucky country, though, at the moment. Yes, I don't think people understand. I mean, yeah. apart from, I think, was it Switzerland or Sweden, one of those countries, S countries, um, don't have <laughs> lockdown. Uh, I don't I've got to Google that. But one of the countries have completely, mm. like, they're just not locked. And I, I don't know how that's going to go for them, but let's see. But I, I don't know if that's the case or if it's just media again. Yeah. But twisting. the thing is, right, we are quite lucky where we are. We don't have restrictions like they do in fucking Italy or, you know, yeah. the, the US, like some parts of the US right now. You know, yeah. like, we are so lucky that our isolation laws are quite, quite Relax. loose in, in, yeah, in, in comparison, yeah. right? But the, yeah. the problem that I can see, and this is what's frustrating me the most, is yeah. people are taking that for granted, Right. So they're like, oh, well, the, this is how I'm going to perceive the law, so I'm going to do this anyway. So what happens yeah. is people start to act that way. People start to be relaxed about it. They go out and do their thing like normal. Then what happens? Our numbers skyrocket again. So then what yeah. happens is we have to get stricter, you know. So well, do we do we want to be like Italy? Hell I, I think not. Yeah. I, I have an idea that perhaps that could be the case, um, especially after the long weekend. Yeah, I agree with the you. the comments that I've seen. And 
because of the fact that they are very loose, um, yeah. people will interpret them in a way that yeah. um, makes them feel comfortable. So yes. Yes. if it yes. works yes. for them, it doesn't matter. Nothing else yep. matters. And because not there aren't as many cases as there are overseas currently, that's where people are like, are like oh, oh well. well, like it's not affecting yeah. me. But we don't want to get to that point. But no, I, we don't. I think that as long as the way, as long as things are the way they are, no one is going to take it seriously. But I, I am fearing yeah. the day that they potentially say we need to lock, lock down completely. I yeah. don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if that's going to be the right thing because for the economy, yeah. it's it's going to be really bad for us. Yeah. Um, but think about long term though. Yeah. Like it's already yeah. shit now, but like imagine how worse the economy is going to be if we don't like mm. get rid of this like thing. Like no one's ever gotten rid of a pandemic. Okay, it's just about managing it and putting it under yeah. control. But in all, yeah, in all honesty, how long has it been? For I think I've been working from home and going into my fourth week. That's gone yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, this will be my fourth so week now too. What? Why didn't we just completely lock down? For like at least you know four to six weeks, and people can get angry and say New South Wales Health are to blame for the fact that we had our numbers skyrocketing because of the mm. cruise ship debacle. But the thing is, we can't change that. So I wish that we had yeah. locked down and then gotten over and done with. Because the quicker we do yeah. this, the quicker we can we can go back to normal. And I just I want yeah. that for everybody, but at the moment it's not going to happen. No, it's, it's not. not. And the thing is, they look. Uh, I've read um, somewhere, I can't remember where it was now, I have to find it, but the government is saying that these like restrictions that we're currently going through will be until June 29, and then they're going to be reviewed. So, which means, I I'm gonna, I personally, me, my work has already said, there's a high, high chance that you'll be working from home until the end of June. That's that's right. Well, I, I think I'd be in the same boat because I've been working from home for, a, a, I think, a little long – or maybe we started the same time because I yeah, think you started did. your job when this all yeah, happened. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I started my new Crazy. job in the midst of a freaking yeah. pandemic. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Yeah. I, I'm lucky. I, I feel so lucky to have the support I have from the company I work oh, for. Oh, yeah, same. I'm um, unbelievably grateful. Yeah, isn't it good? And and I think the fact that they care so much about your mental health and mm. my my um, my manager's been absolutely wonderful and understanding yeah. and I think that's something to be grateful for. So yeah, it's same. good if you have that. And I just – I hope these things – this turns around. Everyone wants – to get back to their normal lives we all want it um but no one is trying to if you're seeing someone that's just you know obviously abiding by the the rules because we want to flatten the curve and we want to be able to resume life as normal don't get mad you know especially when mm-hmm. um you know people are getting angry when they're seeing things like you can't do this you can't see your your parents you can't see your grandchildren don't get angry know that it's for a very good reason absolutely Um, but yeah i think while this is all happening i'm i'm struggling myself and um going a bit crazy so i can understand why people are i get it um, i do i 100 percent get it as well like you know i i feel the pressure of it as well but you know yeah you're right at the end of the day it's likely it's for a reason you know Mm -hmm. we don't want it to get worse we want it to get better and again we want to go back to what we remember to be our normal lives you know and the thing is it's never going to be normal like what we remember it to be it's going to be a different version now i know i'm gonna have post-traumatic stress on my mind, but <laughs> honestly the shit that i've gone through and it hasn't just been about this whole thing it's just everything in general it's just crazy yeah yeah it is. But, it's, um, it's all crazy yeah um but yeah look apart from that I think oh God, we should end this. I, I want, hey. So what event? <laughs> oh, I can't even remember what I just said. I'm like the memory of a goldfish. What did I just say? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, you're so funny. You were just like releasing all this stuff, and now you're like, hang on, what day is it? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I, my brain is operating, uh, like. Oh my god! What no, am I no, saying? that's okay. It's fine. It's you don't do worry. <laughs> so what I wanted to say is I wanted to actually get into um, 
something more positive so like mm, yeah. to end the podcast maybe say something that we're grateful for this week what do you think Is yeah like, yeah go ahead tell I, me what you're grateful for i just for. think because we've it's been a very intense discussion oh, yeah. and i feel like we can end it on a on a really good note um at the moment i am grateful for my health especially mm. after getting the results back because i was honestly <laughs> panicking i'm grateful yeah. for my health yeah yeah what okay about you I am grateful for many things, but I'm just trying to think of one particular thing. This week. Um, this week only. <laughs> this week. This week only. Okay, let's hone it in then. Um, I'm <laughs> shit. I'm grateful for the friendships that I have. And this week I have truly identified who will be there when I really need to talk to somebody the most and you know some people are in different states some people in different countries mm-hmm. um and those people have you know supported me through times where I, I really felt like I was just going to break down and cry so and I'm grateful Aww. for that and you have me you know Oh, yeah, you too. No, of course, <laughs> you goose. <laughs> I'm not too far away. I'm just a Zoom call away. Yeah. <laughs> or a FaceTime away. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. I'm grateful yeah. for lots of things. It's good. See, we ended it on a really nice note, so I feel good now because it was good. like, it was I'm good. Glad. But it was, yeah, but we hope you um all enjoyed our little discussion if you have any <laughs> slash rant or you want to yeah it was a bit ranty but look we tried to end on a good note so hopefully you enjoyed <laughs> our podcast and if you have any feedback or comments or like you want to participate in any discussions let us know um yeah you can always slide into our dms um connect with us on instagram the rising phoenix podcast and mm-hmm. give us some good reviews if you want to <laughs> as well and um apart from that we will be back next week yes awesome all right, all right guys bye bye, bye.